What up, what up, what up, everyone? This is Lucas from the Nothing But Football podcast. Um, we didn't get to record this week because life happens. Uh, but nevertheless, we still got you. Um, so here's an episode we actually shot, we actually did before episode one. I think this was actually our first time on the mic, um, if you can tell. <laughs> so we recorded uh, just before the last international break, so we thought it was probably cool to just drop this one now. Um, but yeah, we kind of spoke about uh, refereeing standards and just the overall depth of the squad. I think it actually, actually was a good listen. So we're like a couple episodes in and we're already hitting you throwbacks. Got away. Enjoy it. <laughs> everything football related and a couple of things that aren't this is a podcast brought to you by three three friends and football enthusiasts i've got the man that goes by the aka of uncle curtis but i'll let him introduce himself sir all right guys this is chris over here arsenal supporter enthusiast and as i always say Wenger was done dirty by arsenal love that man you see what's coming <laughs> next to me here i've got the third of the of the co-hosts Mr. Potion. What's up, guys? Name is Mpo, Arsenal fan, Chiefs fan as well. But yeah, should be a good time. Let's hear what we have to say about Potion, soccer. Like we have a bad combination then. Arsenal and Chiefs. We you can just... Can, forever, can you like just leave us alone, bro? Like, it's, it's, it's tough, but... I'm with you, Potion. I'm also Arsenal Chiefs. It's bad. But yeah. Back to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then lo- lastly, me. That's uh, My name is Lucas there. So we're starting the podcast having missed a couple of weeks of the football season, but I mean, there's so much left to jump into. So I think let's quickly just touch a little bit of, of, about where we are. So COVID changed the world, football happens behind closed doors, behind closed stadiums or whatever without fans. Mm, for some, I guess. Right. The, the Russians are living their best life. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Bayern Munich won the Champions League, Liverpool won the league. Arsenal still can't attack for anything anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, it's terrible from the Wenger days. It's gone. It's terrible. But in Arteta, I trust for now. Yeah, I trust him. He's sol- he solved one problem and neglected one. Because it's like, what, four wins, four, four losses? Let, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Let, let, let's get into that. But before we get into, into that, let's, let's look at a couple of burning issues around the league before, before we get into the actual league, right? So, evidently, the schedule's packed right now. Mm-hmm. Your, your teams are playing every weekend, mm-hmm. every midweek for, for the Europa League. COVID restrictions mean they can barely do anything about it. Somehow, international football, which is not the most exciting, is still, is still happening. Players are getting injured. Yeah, they should have called that off. International weekends or weeks are useless right now because we're looking at they played Premier League on Sunday. Played international on Wednesday, play again on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Then they play again on Wednesday for them to play Premier League again on the weekend for them right to right back to go into the 
uh, Champions League, Europa League, yeah. you're going to get injuries. I'm surprised Arsenal players haven't been getting injured left, right, and center. <laughs> the stupid thing about this COVID period is that guys come from different countries and different leagues, meet up, and essentially someone will have COVID mm. like in that, you know, whole exchange. And that's just going to slow down progress because remember with Cristiano Ronaldo, I think they were playing Portugal. No, Portugal was playing France. And essentially, Ronaldo got COVID and endangered all those players. And now everyone had to take time off. Yeah. So is it really wise or is it just to make money because of this whole UEFA Nations League, which is a stupid format of football? Yeah. That's I don't else. mind the UEFA Nations League. It's the international friendlies that get to me. Those games are necessary. Yeah, fair. Right, and 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 let's say because obviously we're talking from a fan's perspective. So from a fan's perspective, a these international breaks mean we're not sure if our players are coming back fit, right? Because mm-hmm. let, let, let let's be honest. But from a let let's let's talk from a from a technical perspective, right? So we so we started coming in by saying these players are playing how many games in in a week? You know, Premier mm-hmm. League Saturday, um, Wednesday Champions League. The Sunday, another game type of thing. Cup games as right? well, Caraboa. So the rest of the season going forward, how consistent do you expect your starting 11 to be? It's not going to be consistent. Because right? there's the risk of them just catching COVID and missing 14 days. Yeah. That's a couple of games already. Then there's the risk of muscle injuries. This uh, prior to the lo- lockdown, if we look at the Premier League alone, in United game, Luke Shaw pulled up. Mm. In uh, other games, other players were pulling up, and it's all muscle injuries. It's just impact. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the pressure of what they're having. But from a from a fan's perspective, how's that in, impacting? A you supporting your club, but you B just you getting the full experience. As a fan, I think you know everyone loves football. As a fan, you're not complaining. You're not mm-hmm. at the amount of football that you're getting. But in the same breath, uh, it's going to be a lot more rotation in the teams. Like, mm. it's going to be a squad. The squad will essentially win you your, yeah. the league. Yeah, yeah. Because there's constantly football. Like, you go from Saturday, then you go to Wednesday, then you get some random cup games. Yeah, yeah. So, I think you need a big squad. Not necessarily uh, giving your youngsters a chance, but, like, you need a squad of experienced players. So I, I think, think that's the difference. That's where the key difference is with Arsenal this season. Why we haven't had so many injuries. <laughs> told you. <laughs> uh, when you look at them, it's a more squad. They use more squad players. Pepe is coming off the bench to replace William. The only players we play consistently would be Aubameyang. Defense is constantly changing because the manager doesn't have his players fully that he wants. So Liverpool have been done hard by yeah, same. They yeah. lost first Van Dijk to that yeah. uh, Jordan Pickford tackle. What a lot of media pundits have been complaining about, saying that Pickford should be banned for eight months. They must get over that stuff. They didn't do that when Arsenal was done hard in 06, 07, when we had broken legs. So so, so you agree with the fact that he didn't get any retrospective action on it? He shouldn't. Why should he? If you're going to give retrospective action, you should apply that rule consistently, not when your favorite player gets injured. Yeah. That's the only problem that I have. Before that, they were okay with tackles going in like that. Uh-huh. When we complain about referees in England, there's a reason why they don't make it to the World Cup, why they don't make it to the Euros. They're terrible refs. 
I, 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 I think we'll, I think we'll get to the refereeing thing, but I, I, I just want to see from, from that injury perspective, right? So, so we, so we've talked, so we've slightly talked about the players that are picking up muscle injuries, right? Because just the workload is ridiculous right now. Yeah. Because these players have to travel to all of the games too. They have to travel to the international games. They have to train. Yeah. They, they have to play, they have to play the games too. So it's sort of, I mean, you can see the impact that's having. Yeah. You can, even when you watch the games, to be to be honest with you, watch the games, especially when you get to about seventy minutes in the game in the Premier League games. Yeah, the intensity drops. Mm. It's hard to keep up that intensity with all the pre- with all the pressure these players are under. I actually think the reason why the intensity is dropping is because there's no twelfth man. If you get me, mm. like the fans used to like push the you know the team to that extent as like yeah. If you're a player, you're dying out and you hear fans cheering, it kind of makes a big difference. Like now it's like Can't you're playing that, yeah. and it's like, ah, okay, we're losing. We need to think smart. Like how are we going to get back in this game? You're thinking smart and you're not thinking with like passion. So I think that's the big difference. The fans are, are they play a, a big like, you know, role in how games go. So, so I, I definitely agree with that, right? Mm. And I think to me that point is stronger if the games are nil-nils or all draws or whatever. But teams are winning these games. Yeah. But there's been more away there, There's, there's a lot before. of away wins, but they're winning is what I'm saying. So they're, so they're going for the games. So in the last 20 minutes, to me, it looks like tiredness. The fans definitely are, 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 are missing a portion, but it looks like tiredness. Mm. And 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 when you look at all the interviews or, or whatever of these guys, you're more likely to get injured when you're tired because your yeah. muscles are fatigued and and, 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 and and that. But I think that's sort of self-explanatory. I want to go back to the point Chris just made about the Van Dyke, uh, the tackle on Van Dyke, Jordan Pickford. You're unsympathetic about the... I don't know if you're sympathetic about the tackle, but you're definitely not sympathetic about the... The lack of uh, action on the tackle. If they were serious about action in terms of protecting star players, protecting players from getting injured, they would concentrate on making sure the tackles that lead up to that injury are stamped on. So Pickford is allowed to make maybe in three, four games before that reckless tackles that get nobody get, gets, gets nobody injured and deliver past. You can't say no when a player is injured. All of a sudden, say no. We should respect, respectfully look at that because he got injured, mm. right? It's like when you look at back, even when you just look at media pundits in England and the way they were talking about those injuries. There was a period, Arsenal, the period from 05 to two thousand and nine, three, four broken legs, all on different players. Tony Pulis, <laughs> hate that man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when there was a player that came out and he said. He wasn't surprised that Aaron Ramsey broke his leg because the manager said it's either ball or man. Something to that effect. I can't remember the exact quote. And then they were saying, no, Arsenal players are soft. Arsenal players are weak. Okay, Which so, isn't the case. So, so I, I, I don't want this to become an Arsenal supporters fan club podcast. <laughs> right? We're talking about the Van Dyke tackle. We're talking about the Van Dyke right? tackle, but I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give you a backstory as to how... Tackles get like I, that. I, I, I get you, but we're asking about that tackle now. That tackle so, wasn't so a bad tackle. That tackle wasn't a... That's it what was I'm, mistimed. That, that's what I'm trying to get to. It was yeah, mistimed. I, was, I, I feel like it, it wasn't tackle. intentional. Mm. He, was, he was essentially going for the ball. Yeah. If you looked at that tackle, mm. he was doing that thing where he dived and he didn't look. He yeah. was kind of trying to block the ball. 
and it just so happened he connected with Van Dyke's leg. Yeah. It's unlucky. Like, I don't think he should be banned for it. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I just think, yeah, pundits just love Liverpool. Most of them are Liverpool supporters. They just don't want to admit it. But, yeah, they love Liverpool. And then once it happened to Van Dyke, it was like, yeah, something yeah. needs to happen. Yeah. So, so look, so look. I, th- I think, I think this takes us into a chat into the standard of refereeing in the in the in the Premier League, mm. and we can almost say in comparison to 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 other leagues. I think that's a, this this is probably a good segue into that because I mean the 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 injuries that we're talking about, the muscle injuries. I think it's kind of evident that it's cause of the schedule. Yeah, it's cause there's a lot. I mean, players do get injured and that, but the frequency now is. Yeah, that's that's pure schedule. Yeah, you you can't deny that. Yeah, but but then in terms of now you get things that are allowed to happen in the game, and that's kind of what Chris was alluding to. Mm. Like um, in 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 the in the English Premier League, especially, I think the the referees let the game flow a little bit and let let a few more tackles happen, mm. and therefore maybe the standard of which one is a bad tackle and which one is a bad tackle. Mm. That deserves a card, a action, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I think that sort of gets. I get what you're saying. Let's let's under 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 the carpet. So 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 let let's let's talk, let's talk about the standard of 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 refereeing in the Premiership because I know Chris wants to go there, but I also <laughs> want to talk about it in terms of comparison to the other leagues. So a first let let's let's first stand uh, talk. What what's your take on the standard of refereeing, Potion? Mr. Potion. Oh, me. Okay. Uh, I think the problem is these guys want to be superstars. They want to be bigger than the game. That's not how it works. I, I, are you saying it's bad? It's adequate? It's good? The standard of I it. think it's horrible. It's not so. even a... Like, it's horrible. Mm. They want to be superstars. It's... It gets... It's, it's tiring. That's my first point of uh, the problem that I have with refereeing. Mm-hmm. Number two... Is the way VAR is run? That's my biggest problem. VAR is a good system, like it. It's essentially like reviewing re- things that the ref can't see. Mm-hmm. We've always wanted that. It works in many sports. VAR needs to be run by professionals, yeah, and not uh, third tier refs, yeah. Because I have this theory that I think the refs who don't make it in. You know, because there's a cut-off age there for refs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In England, they took In that England. cut-off age. Yes. They took it off. Did they? That's why Mike Dean's still a ref. Terrible ref. Oh, okay. Didn't they just make it higher? Or was it scrapped all the way? It was a legal case that they had where they were saying it's discriminatory for you to say a ref is too old to ref the game. So now there's no retirement age in England. They need to get rid of these guys. Yeah. Why is Mike Dean still a ref? I miss Mark Clattenburg. No, Sharp, let's, let's skip that. I'm saying that a solution that they should maybe look at for VAR is those old refs who can't make it onto the pitch. Why don't they put them in the VAR rooms and not flipping uh, Mike Smith who refs for okay. Sunday League? Okay, okay, wait. So is your is your issue VAR or how are the on-pitch decisions? The execution, essentially, for me. The like, execution of VAR? Because VAR yes. is that referee in the, in the van. Yeah. What about that referee on the pitch? Is he making good decisions? Is the standard of that referee good? Is your are you questioning the standard of VAR? I'm questioning the standard of VAR. The refs like you watch a game and you can kind of see what the ref expects. 
like you can see because the ref talks to the players before the game and kind of says, okay, shut, sure. guys, this is the game, I, the type of game I want. Sure. Like it can be a hot, it can be a hot game, but it can't get too dirty. Cool. So if it, if the ref remains consistent in that right, I'm all for it. Like if there's a tackle where a guy comes and hits you from the, like shoves you from the back and then it happens like in another instant, there must be the same level of consistency. Have you seen that? Let, let, let's say, let's say the season, we're eight games in. On pitch referees, have they been consistent? Because you're saying if you see that, I'm saying there's you? there's levels of consistency that you do see, but there's also sometimes where you feel like the ref knows. Hey, I'm refing for example uh, Chelsea, and they're playing against West Brom. If I screw over Chelsea, I'm going to get like a little bit of slack. Yeah. Then if I screw over West Brom, so yeah, consistency does lose itself there. Okay, but. It's not that bad this season. So, so, so you described refereeing as horrible. I think, as far as I, I think, think it plays more to the VAR part. Hence, I'm asking, how would you describe the refereeing on the pitch? On the pitch, I don't know, bro. It's average. Good, it's bad. it's average, bro. Like it's it bad. hasn't done much for me. Like I haven't been impressed. As I'm like, oh wow, that's good refereeing. But I feel like there are times where they slack. Fair enough. But in overall, with the VAR included. I'll say horrible. All right, all right. Uncle Curtis, burning matters. <laughs> <laughs> Ref stop. What, 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 what's your view on the standard of refereeing? And give me, give me on-pitch refereeing and VAR. Okay. If you say have the same standard for both, then it is. If it's on-pitch on refereeing, hmm. it's slightly better. Not only slightly better. It's way better than the refs that they govern the VAR pitch or in the room, wherever it is. For the simple fact in VAR... Some of those refs that are called on to review decisions are not allowed to ref Premier League games. How are you putting people in the VAR room for key decisions to call them in the VAR room, but they cannot step foot on a Premier League pitch because they're not good on it. They're not good enough in terms of standard. The the referees are going to the pitch side monitor now. They're going to the pitch side monitor, but then so they are we told you're they, still yes. are we still kicking VAR because now the ref is going now VAR is saying go check this. But do you realize they went to the pitch side monitor more often after there were such bad decisions in the previous weeks? Uh, let me tell you when they went to the pitch side more often. When Arsene Wenger told England, "Do the rest like the rest of the world is doing." <laughs> You go wait. to the pitch side monitor. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I'm an uh, Austin Finger fan. That's a UEFA decision. You no, 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 no. It was FIFA. It was FIFA. I remember in March, Wenger told them they are not using the pitch side monitor enough, which is why it happened only this season. Right? Cool. And even when you say they're using VAR but going to the pitch side monitor, it is the guy upstairs who's not allowed to ref a Premier League game who says, please go look at the pitch side monitor. Right? What happens when he says, eh, I think that tackle is fine. Case in point, when you look at, um, which game, game was just loved? Uh, Arsenal versus Leicester, right? The ref that made the decision to review VAR, which is why I say it's slightly better, but it's still terrible decision making. Wait, which is why you say you haven't said it. <laughs> okay, fine. The VAR refs, terrible. They lead two refs. Yeah. Get them out of here. I don't want them anywhere near my team. Okay. Because they make terrible decisions okay. consistently. Okay. The onside pitch refs have been terrible 
since 2000, no, not even 2000, since 1999. Howard, Howard Webb left, they're still terrible. You know how I feel about Howard Webb and Man United. A couple of Premier League titles were bought over there. But that's another decision for another story for another day. But that's how terrible the refs are. They're not allowed into World Cup games. They're not allowed to into Euro games. And they're okay with this. Even when you look at VAR, when you speak about VAR, how come we always only complain about refs in England making VAR calls compared to refs in Spain making those calls? It's Chief. not as bad. Chief, uh, in, 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 in Spain... Barcelona presidents or whatever those delegates of Barcelona came and said VAR only only benefits Real Madrid. They're complaining in the other countries too. Yeah, they're not complaining as much. I'm, you see, bosses complain, but what I'm saying, even when you look Real at Real Madrid's complaining, they, Valencia, they three Valencia, he scored a hat trick of penalties. The yeah. Valencia guy against Real Madrid. I, I am basing this off fan sentiment, right? When you look at the fans. When you and they're like, how was that VA, VAR call made? Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, like, when was that offside goal recently that happened in the game in the last weekend where they looked at the players and the player's arm was offside? Bamford, Leicester, he was pointing, Bamford, he was yes. pointing to where he, he was pointing to, to say, I want the ball there. Yeah, yeah, so he's his feet. So he's the striker, um, obviously playing against the defensive line. And he's pointing to his midfielder, guess, like, play me the ball there and behind. Was, Sorry, Leeds. And there was Leeds. Leeds versus, uh, yes. I forgot what team it is. They, they lost 4-1 Leeds, I think. Like yeah. That. So he's pointing mm -hmm. to say, give me the ball in behind. And was it against this Leicester? arm part of him is offside. So he's offside. I mean, he can't score a goal with his arm. You're right. Yeah. And then they said it's offside. But it's like, he's pointing. He's, he, he's, if he went and he scored with his arm, they're going to disallow it for handball. But he scored with his feet. Okay. Okay. But uh, okay. So then now, now, now let now let me ask. This is a rant about referees, right? Mm -hmm. So we're saying referee standards not man? not good <laughs> from one man. Yeah. Compared to what? Right. Compared to what? Be be because if, because you're saying the execution of VAR, La Liga fans will tell you it's not that great there either. You don't they, hear they, you don't hear as much complaints coming out of other leagues. I, I think we have a concentration of viewership more towards the Premier League. Could it be that, or when is you, it when genuine you look, standard? When you look at social media, there's a lot of t teams or people you follow mm -hmm. that support other teams in other leagues, right? Barcelona and Real Madrid complain when decisions don't go go their way, yeah. but they're not complaining every week. That's what's happening in England. Every weekend there's a controversial decision. I cannot think about a weekend this season where there wasn't a controversial decision. Last season, we were complaining about Liverpool getting the luck of the green. This season, Liverpool are complaining that they're not getting calls. So, is the weekends in other leagues where there are where there aren't controversial When's decisions? The last, can you think about a controversial decision that happened in the Champions League? Besides maybe mm. uh, the goal, I forgot, Chelsea versus Red, where the players... The ball hit the player's foot, it jumped off to his hand, and they said, it's a second early off. That was a wrong call. I feel the referee got that wrong. But that's not happening every week in the Champions League. Well, did that lead to a penalty? It yes. led to a penalty. Oh, so, so basically... That's why it went to they were take, a Chelsea was taking, the yellow card is not a... Yeah. So Chelsea was taking a shot, and then uh, Ren defender basically was like trying to block the ball. Then it hit his foot and went onto his arm, mm. and they said, nah, that's a yellow card. Red card. Goal. Okay, okay, okay. Because mm. like, VAR is mandated to come into for um, 
um, goal decisions, basically decisions that could lead to goals. So that's penalties, offsides, um, penalties, offsides, and checking a goal that has been scored in, in, in case there was a thing there. Hmm. Um, but it look it it, it look and and red card decisions. So a yellow card decision, unless it's uh, what do they call it? Um, Unless it's serious. missed by the goal, uh, by the referee. Yeah, and it's serious foul play. Yeah, serious foul play. Yeah. Okay, no, hundred no, percent. Okay, so so let's talk about now. Now, as a fan perspective, now we're saying there's issues with the with the refereeing. We're saying the standard of refereeing is is horrible, not, terrible, man. I, 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 I think it's below the standard of the other leagues. I don't think it's that bad. But what does that translate to? It translates to. Killing momentum in games for certain teams, in, yeah. in 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 what way, right? Because the the English Premier League is faster, it's harder, and and that in other leagues. So there's going to be more tackles that that are allowed to go through. Do you want the same standard of refereeing, or the same rule book, or the same application in La Liga as you want in in England? Because La Liga, everything is a foul. To me, I want consistency in the way they call fouls. Consistency in England or Europe? It doesn't. It, it, let's say. Let me just start. With, let me make it easy for them. They must start with consistency in their own league. If they're gonna call a uh, handball in a certain instance in this game, it must be called in the next game. Mm. Now, if they're gonna say we allow hard tackles in this league, they must allow hard tackles for all teams, mm. right? Because then they, I always come back to these things of there's certain teams that get more injuries than other teams. They'll tell you no, they're not strong enough. They getting kicked more, like 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 when Ronaldo was in the Premier League. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Like when Ronaldo was in the Premier League, yes, right. He got pulled on his shoulder because he was becoming the superstar. He would he, literally stop and say, "Guys, what is this?" Right. He would get the calls maybe five times out of ten. Oh, okay, okay. So so let let let's transition on 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 that now we're moving the refereeing because refereeing impacts football mm. so we're moving back in in into football I, li- I like that conversation but um there's a lot of quotes from from united players that said you know ronaldo came and we started kicking him in training so that he learns that this is how it works so that he learns that to not just throw his toys and keep going yeah so there's a bit of an onus back on the club so you so you're saying there's players that get kicked and blah 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 but that applies to everyone. You see, but then that's how everyone's getting bad decisions, is what I'm saying. But you can see it. There's certain teams that get more bad decisions I, because I, they I, I disagree more. on that. That uh, let me put it this way: when Bolton were playing, were Bolton players getting kicked as much as they kicked players? No, they weren't. No, they weren't. But that's not a decision. No, no. But get my train of thought about oh, sure, it. They're sure. not getting kicked. So okay. if one player gets kicked ten times in a game where it's unfair, and the other player gets player gets kicked once. Who's more prone to injury? The player that got kicked 10 times. got kicked more, yeah. So you can't say it levels it out because it doesn't level it out. Because even when you cry, it levels it out. I might get a correct decision when I'm 4-0 up. It does nothing for me. But I think that Bolton uh, example that you made is a, it's a bad example because Bolton will have, what, 40% possession? 30 maybe it's 40 30, and average, right? yeah no, but what i'm saying is it's for, the way. for more recent history compared to a stoke or possibly a west brom now because i mean bolton is years ago 
Yeah, fair point. Bol- Bol- Bolton is Bolton was the the physical team of the league, so that would be comparable. To, it's the same Allardyce team, comparable to uh, Stoke now. Yeah, who's 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 more in line with that type of Burnley? Burnley, 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 Burnley is not that bad. Yeah, Burnley is physical, but they do not commit as much fouls. They just very route one football, get to the man. You can say Burnley has the benefit of they make the tackles on time. Because you can't say, fine, Bolton has less of the ball. Cool. I'll concede to that, which is why there's more fouls that are being made. All right? But at the same time, if you're just getting kicked more, it's it's hard. Like, even if you have less so, of the ball. So, 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 what I, so what I mean by that, what I mean by that now is, is and, 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 and let, me, let, me, let me put it to you, Potion. If you're saying a player gets kicked 10 times, it's because he has the ball 10 times. Right? Mm. So where I'm saying it levels out is it doesn't level out between Chelsea and Stoke because I mean Chelsea's second Stoke is yeah sorry Chelsea and Burnley, but I'm saying between Chelsea and the teams in their echelon yeah they tend to have sixty percent of the ball in most games yeah so um, Christian Pulisic might see the might see the ball as often as my Marcus Rashford sees the ball. Yeah. So I'm saying it levels out that way in terms yes. of your echelon of the league. Yes. So the, so that hence I'm saying what impact does the standard of refereeing genuinely have? Hmm. The impact of refereeing it, the, it's a it's a very uh like a wide picture that you're painting now. But the impact of refereeing if a side is good and you're playing a side that's mid-table and they think to themselves, let's just minimize and literally just tackle you all the time. Like, you somehow kind of need to protect the bigger team you from do. those you tackles. Do. You do. Yeah. You do. But but uh, but but I'm, I'm also saying to say the injuries is 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 obvious i mean that's definitely how it affects it yeah. you know your your player could get injured and he might be out yeah but if you if you're a sport a supporter of a particular team and say we got robbed today mm. everyone always feels that way but everyone always feels that way. Yeah. that that's what i'm saying does that not level up i'm a united fan we got robbed against you're an arsenal fan you got robbed against you're yeah. a liverpool fan you got robbed against yeah at the end of the season, because we're that top six, mm. we felt the same pain mm. type of thing. That bottom six maybe also sort of felt the same pain yeah. in a different way. They have their own size. So, so is is refereeing changing teams' position in the league at the end of the league? Most definitely. Explain. If you get robbed when you're 4-0 up, if I get robbed when we're 0 who felt the pain? I lost three points. You conceded one goal. Thirty-eight games. That's it's one. Thirty-eight games, but that's it one happens weekend. more consistently. If that's, one, that's why I'm saying. Okay, that's, but that's how often? How, how often does Man United get a call called against them? It's when they're winning three three no. Who cares if you win three no? Is that not perception then? It's not perception because suddenly it's truth when it's the team you're talking about at nil nil, but then it's that team at three one. But what I'm saying is, you can go just go look at the stats. There was a refereeing report. Right, last season, where they said if calls were made right, how many points difference would certain teams have? There were certain teams that got plus nine points. There were certain teams that got minus nine points. So how can you say it's factored? Because it's you mustn't look at it. It goes around sharp. Everybody gets wrong calls, right? But the, in football, what you should be aiming to is to minimize the wrong calls. 
not accepting the fact that everybody gets the luck of the green on Sunday. No. Mm. It must be, we must try and get it too. We get consistently right calls. And when you consistently get right calls, it makes it easier for you. Which is why I love what, what What changes when that consistency comes? Because that, that stat you're saying about the, if the right calls happened, um, points would have changed. The calls is one incident. It's 90 minutes. So if the call happened and it's nil-nil, right? And yes, that call should have been a penalty. That game could have ended one That same game could have had that same penalty and ended 3-1 to the other team. But you're saying that team could have gotten three points. They could have lost it too. It's we've momentum. Seen we've seen te- we, momentum goes both ways in a game. It doesn't always go both ways. What do you feel when you feel robbed as a person? Right? If you feel that the ref is against you, is it going to be the same way you're playing when you feel that the game is fair? It's not. Because everything starts going against you. So I'm not saying... Shaq That's the referee's fault, not that player's not mentality, that team's it. mentality. That's it's, it con- it's a contribute factor. I'm not blaming anybody okay. specifically. But what I'm saying is, it's like if you consistently feel the world is against you and there's nothing that the ref is not going to call a fair decision. Like, let's say you get a goal called offside that was legitimate. Right? What happened? Right. Okay, so it's you're like, saying that it, it kind of takes down morale. Like, you just decide, no matter what I do. Because what you're saying is you want every player to be like Roy Keane. No, no, I'm not saying that. No, I'm, no, okay, I'm, 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 saying, I'm questioning I'm, your point. That's why I come I, from. I, I think your point comes from a position of bias. It's, because you feel that your team gets robbed more than others. I'm not, I'm not going to admit it's not bias, right? Well, what I'm saying is you can literally go back and look at who got the wrong calls. And you can see how it affected the game. Case in point, last season, which game was it? We played Man United. Uh, Aubameyang equalized. Mm-hmm. What happened? Ref uh, called offside. Right? Vieira comes into the picture. They say, no, it's not offside. Right? We're losing 1-0. It's the 60th minute. What happens when that goal gets called not offside? Then you feel like, but the goal was onside. Everybody sees it's onside. The players get dejected. We end up losing that game one 0 which is why I say I love VAR. Isn't that the? Isn't are you not talking about the game where they overturned the offside? No, no, no. I'm talking about the game where it was called offside. We were playing at United. It was when Emery was still the manager. That oh. all stood. Yeah. All stood. No, no, I'm saying it stood, but I'm saying imagine if because what I'm saying is the ref on the side called oh, offside. Yes, yeah. And he carried on playing. And he carried on playing and yeah. he scored. Right? Without VAR, that call doesn't get called. Right? They stick with the offside position. But now it's an equalizer. Right? But if you're losing the whole game, let's look at the envy. You're losing the whole game, you're 1 0 down, 1 0 down. You score a legitimate goal, they're disallowed. Right? What happens when you try and score the second goal? You feel like the world's against you? It's not the same type of football. Now, I know I'm going to. Shaky ground, yeah. But what I'm saying is, it affects games. It's yeah, the same reason why Howard Webb, since he retired, United has not won a Premier League. <laughs> it's not coincidence. Wow. It's not coincidence. <laughs> it's not coincidence. Wow. Your it, man goes. It is not coincidence. It's not coincidence to me. I can't prove it, but I'm just gonna speak speak random theories here. It's not coincidence. <laughs> talk to me I, when talk to me when United win the Premier League again. Then I'll say no, it was coincidence. But we six years running, man. We six years running. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that has uh, there's other factors that play. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm 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 it's like another point that I can almost prove to, right? 
It's like during that period that I was talking about 05 to 010, you look at Arsenal players, it's Diaby, broken leg, Ramsey, broken leg, uh, who else was a broken leg? Eduardo, broken leg. Name me any other team in the league that had a, a player with a broken leg. Even a top six team. Are, are, are you saying there wasn't any other broken legs? I'm not saying there wasn't, but I'm saying look at the top six. In fact, let me put it this way. In a top six team, there was no other player with a broken leg. I can guarantee that. You can go look at those fixtures. There was no other player in a broken leg. So, but one team had three broken legs. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me it doesn't affect the standard of football? I, I, I'm not telling you that it doesn't affect the standard of football. I'm saying you don't check the rest of football. I'm telling you the it, top it, six. It affected you. No, I'm telling you the top it six. It affected teams. the team you enjoy. I'm telling you the top six had no broken legs during that time. Okay, I, I haven't checked. In five years. We, we, in five years. I, I, I'm putting my name down on this. Episode two when we record, yeah. we talk about this. You guys go look for broken legs at Man United, Man City. No, Man, at the time, the top six was Man United, Arsenal, uh, Chelsea. I'll throw Liverpool in there. Uh, let's just make a top four. What, what years did you say? What what years oh, Alan Smith's broken leg? Mm. When, he, when he charges down uh, John Anirisa free kick. Oh, shit. Then I might be wrong. It's one player over there. Let's look at other players. Can you think of any other team? Liverpool broken list? It's a shame we don't have anyone. Adam Lalana. How long was Adam Lalana out? He had injuries. Lalana. Yeah, I don't know if it's a broken leg. Not, not broken legs. Yeah, Lalana was more like muscular as well. Five. It was more five years ago. Okay, but now. But, but I get you. Okay. Like I, I, I get where you're going, but that's like saying. No, I don't get him. You, you, no, saying, but what he's saying is. What he's saying is comparable to like which player scored more goals on their left foot on a Tuesday night at quarter past seven no, than that not. guy kicking out? It's not. It's not. It's like, not. It's what, not. What, I'm talking what, about what, how rhythm. Why, why, why can't that conversation include a broken ankle? Okay, fine. Talk a broken ankle then. No, no well, I don't know that stat, but okay, I mean, fine. Let me put it this way. I'm talking a broken any part of your body, not muscular injuries. Broken to the point where the tackle was so rough, right, that it snapped a bone. You won't find many players like that. But one team at three, and you're telling me they're not getting the brunt? And even when you look at the refereeing decisions back in the day over there, it's the player broke their leg. The ref thought it was a fair tackle. Then he looked and he's like, oh man, that's a broken leg. Let me give him a red card now. Again, this is why English refs are terrible. Retrospective action. If you thought it was a good tackle, you should have been coming running with the red card. <laughs> not with, oh man, that was a good tackle. Which is why it brings me back full circle to what you were saying about Van Dyke, where I said, when I look at Van Dyke's tackle, it was terrible. Yeah, right? But I need consistency in law to be applied, not because it's your favorite play. Has, has VAR added to that? So wait, no, hold on. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going back to this guy. So you're telling me, you're saying now that Van Dyke's tackle, uh, Pickford's tackle on Van Dyke was horrible. Is that what you said? I'm not saying it's horrible. I'm saying I do not care that if you think it's horrible. <laughs> Yes. I'm not going to lie to people. Yes. I'm telling I do not care because my team was done good. <laughs> oh, five years yes. ago. 2005 to 2005, my boy. He's got a squinch from 10 years it's ago. Like, about it's like, when you're talking, talking about it like that, it's uh, what do these broken legs do to players, right? The only Arsenal player that came back to have a semi-decent career from a broken bone was Ramsey. Eduardo. Killer goal scorer before he broke wing leg. <laughs> Not the same. Killer leg. goal scorer. He was. Comparable to who? Killer goal scorer. Because 
What he, level he, is Killer Cosgrove? A decent goal scorer. I'll say decent. To me, he looked like he was going to get to there in the Premier League. But when so you look at his... Jeremy Ali idea. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. This man comes in here. Eduardo was literally scoring goals in the Premier League. No, let's look at his record. Sharp it was at Shakhtar Donetsk, whatever club he came from. He was banging in the goals. He broke his leg, never came back for that. Right? Again, I'm not saying it's a direct link, but I say some of these things do affect it. When you look at Diaby, I think that's a player that could have had a far greater career. The next Vieira. The next Vieira. When you looked at that, you couldn't get the ball off that man. When that man played top teams, he was terrorizing Liverpool. But, he would take but, the ball from left back to go play with the ball to score at the top end of the field. Right? Oh, what happens? Sunderland, broken leg. After that, so 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 so, so some of, some of these things are unfortunate, right? Because there's also because because now you're talking potential, right? There's also players that have broken their legs and came back from that. Adam De Cole, one of the top 10 strikers in the league, yeah. top 10 goal scorers in the league. Okay. He broke his leg in two places in a reserve game, came back a stronger player. Mm-hmm. So, so, and, and this, and there's probably a, a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, um, Cinderella stories like that. A, a lot, a lot of Cinderella <laughs> stories like that. Hold, hold on, hold on. But, but then now, now you're talking what, what the player could have gone on to be. Let, let's, let's also talk. Do you guys remember Kevin Phillips? Yes. Yeah. He has the record for the most goals in a in a single Premier League season. He scored thirty two. It's the re, it's it's the record. Mm-hmm. What did he do after that? If he broke his leg in that in that year of thirty two goals on the last day, you would have said, oh, "Look what his what we've stopped him from being able to be." He didn't turn out to be anything. Potential is potentially good, potentially average. It's potentially anything. Yes, but what I'm saying is, referee shouldn't decide if a player okay. loses that potential. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair okay. You are literally deciding the player's career. Kevin Phillips went on to flop, but he stayed injury-free. Right? My, I'm a player, Diaby. I didn't stay injury-free. Now Fair what enough. happens? Fair enough. Right? Now what happens? It's like that same Man United kid who won a court case in uh, England. Right? Uh, playing for youth team level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ferguson was a club at the time. I think it's maybe yeah, way back in the day. Story, yeah. It was a horror tackle. Yeah. Ended the Chris career. Ferguson was like, nah, this kid could have been something special. The course decided that, no, we have to compensate this guy because that was a career-threatening tackle. Yeah. So you are literally changing people's careers because as refs, you are terrible. All right? Like, even when you look at other leagues. <laughs> Let's talk about other leagues, guys. Sure. Okay, I think, I think we've gone on long enough. We should have... I think we should just have a therapy session, like one where you vent. Heal, bro. Where you just vent by heal, yourself. Man. As I said, Venga was done dirty. Ra- Ramsey broke his leg. Heal, bro. He came back. You had ten off. years after that to find another one. Heal, bro. Nah, I get it. As I was saying, I can see where this is going. So rather, let's just move on. We'll move on. Let's yeah. talk about fixtures and, and I, take I, it from I, there. I, 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 we're back. We gave Chris. We gave Uncle Curtis a chance to breathe. I had to rent. He yeah. rant. He still, he still has pain from Aaron Ramsey's broken leg. <laughs> they did my boy DRB dirty, but we'll move on from that. Right. But, but obviously now we've had the chat about, we've had the chat about injuries. We've had the chat about referees, right? So we kept, we kind of in consensus injuries are going to happen this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Co- COVID's going to happen. We, we're not the happiest with the standard of refereeing. So how do we see the rest of the league playing out? 
So so let, so let's talk about if 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 we're saying there's going to be injuries, there's going to there's going to be injuries. It's going to be a squad game then. Who's the strongest squad? Hmm. Who's most equipped to handle the injuries? Let's start at Liverpool because they're currently having the injuries, right? Yeah. Liverpool, um, Virgil van Dijk went out as, as, as we spoke about. Fabinho got a little injury, but I don't think it's going to be too long. He might even be back for the next game. Yeah. Joe Gomez, he got an injury on England duty. And they're saying, well, we hope he'll play before the end of the season. So he's yeah. out for quite a bit. So, so let, let, let's talk, let's start at them because we've seen Liverpool, especially the last two seasons, Champions League win, Premier League win. They've had quite a consistent side. Yeah. Do we feel they're equipped to handle injuries, Mr. Pope? I don't think so. Like, they have a good spirit in the team, but it's because of key individuals. Mm. Like, you know, a Van Dyke, your Allison. Sadio Mane showed that he's important to that side. He had injuries too this yes, season. Yes, he did. Was and look at what happened when he got injured. When he got injured, they yeah. dropped points. When he got like injured, they just they lost morale. Points. You can see that, yeah, that team has like the key points in the side. Hmm. So I think Liverpool's one of those sides. If everything goes right for them, if their squad stays the same, they can literally dominate the league. But if they they go through obstacles and have niggles now and then, like they are having now, it's what, going to be a big test for them. What what area of the pitch do you think they can withstand some injuries? Defense, look, they're having injuries in the defense now. Yeah. When when Van Dijk got injured at first, Fabinho played there. Yeah. Or Fabinho actually played next to him, and everyone raved at Fabinho as a centre-back. Yeah. So everyone was like, okay, cool, so Fabinho can cover as a centre-back. Now they've got another centre-back injured. I think that's the place where they can't afford to lose anyone in the defense. Yeah. Because right now... I, I'd say attack too. I think they no, can handle midfield. I think I think attack, now that Diogo Jota is becoming, you know, a good, like a, a good buy for them, mm. I think they can survive it. They still have Origi. Origi is one of those players who does his job when he needs to. Mm. So... He, he basically won them the Champions League. Yeah. Probably. So you see, they've got... Decides, of course. Yes. They've got that cover... Let's not even forget about uh, Shakiri. Shakiri is a quality player. He's come back now. Gave that great assist to Jota. I think it was in the past week. Okay, I give you. Yeah, I, I, so, I, I give you that. Yeah, they. So they I think attack, attack is stronger than attack. I, they can. I credit. Yeah, attack. They can survive. Mid, they can also survive. Yeah, they've the, got decent amount. Defense and goalie, they cannot survive injuries. They cannot. Hmm. Left back, who's their replacement? Left back, James Milner. James hard Milner. player, hard player, but let's be honest. J- James Milner is their replacement everything. Yes. <laughs> He's their replacement right yes. back. He's their replacement center. He's their replacement... Right back. <laughs> if he played goalkeeper. Yeah. Right <laughs> back. If if uh, if Alexander-Arnold gets injured, it's Neko Williams. Neko Williams has played... Neko Williams is decent. No, he's decent for much, cup yeah. games. Yeah. He hasn't really been tested that much. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a, like a talent that could, you know, emerge... As you know, uh, a decent uh, player, but for now, I don't really see him as like you know a proper, okay, a proper replacement. So, 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 Uncle Curtis. So, so that's that's Liverpool, and they're currently they're currently having their um, injuries. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about the chasing pack. The closest to Liverpool has been Manchester City. Mm -hmm. Manchester City squad wise. 
because now we're saying injuries going to injuries are going to happen. How 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 are we seeing Manchester City squad wise? Do you squad. do you do you think they have the squad to 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 compete across the whole season? I honestly do. They were the closest challenges to live to Liverpool last season. Mm-hmm. Even if they get the same amount of injuries as they did last season, Manchester City, to me, has proven that they can weather the storm. It's just that Liverpool last season had a phenomenal season. Yeah. How many points did uh, Man City end up on last season? It was pretty high. It wasn't... Le- Liverpool won the league yeah. early, early, okay. early. Uh, after the lockdown, they won the league. Right? Man City ended up at 81. You see, this is and like, Liverpool on 99. On 18 19, points. 18 points, yeah. right? But Liverpool's not going to get 99 points this season. So, to me... Will Liverpool, City still get 81? They might. They might. So, you're sure uh, Liverpool won't get 99, but you're unsure about what City will get. So how City how? will get above 80 points. I honestly feel that because even when you look at the way they've been playing this season, they're as inconsistent as they was last season. Liverpool, the true test will come now because Liverpool never had injuries. Mm. Especially to key players. Now they have an injuries to keep players. It's Van Dijk out. That's yeah. one player. Yeah. Is Fabinho out now? I'm not sure. Fabinho's out, but it's it's not long term. Okay. He yeah. he might play in the next Joel round. Joe Gomez is out. Yeah. Joe Gomez, good. I think, is four to six months. Four yeah. to six months, right? They're yeah, hoping to a, see him before the season that's ends. That's a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's two key defenders for you. Go yeah. They, they sold Lovren and whoever that other... Matip Six. just came back to me. Yeah. yeah, Matip's still playing. Yeah. Matip but is... you get what I'm saying? But like when they had Lovren, you couldn't be like, yeah, they'll lose some games, but he was a decent defender for them. He just mm. wasn't great. Yeah. Right? So, as I always believe, the team with the fewest injuries uh, will win the Premier League title because you'll have a key starting level that plays more often than not. I think Liverpool's time is up in terms of injuries. They've been very lucky for two seasons. It's like when you look at the so so who will capitalize because Liverpool has the injuries now so we so and we've seen them drop points now Liverpool's not top of the log they were that dominant the last two years ninety seven points the season before mm. however many points last year this season they're they're not sitting top of the log now so they're losing their points who's going to who who, who do we see having the strength to to catch up to Liverpool Man City. Based on? Man City, based on the troubles they faced last season, I feel they'll weather the storm better than Liverpool this season. I know they're so, second so, so in the log right now. Yeah. Right? Who's second? Man City is not City. second. Liverpool. Oh. Liverpool is second in the no. log right now. Number one is no, Leicester. Liverpool Number two, third. Tottenham. Number well, three, Liverpool. Yes. Oh, three, Liverpool. How many points difference? Uh, tied with tied. One, one point off the top. So they tied with Tottenham. Yeah. Right. Tottenham is Tottenham. They're going to end up fifth. I'm not worried about Tottenham. But based has, on you, you, you're you're saying this, and I understand you're convicted to what you're saying. I'm just saying, give us some reasons. Reason? Well, uh, well, you're 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 saying because let let's 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 look at it. If we look at if we look at squad strength, right? City is one of those squads where they at least close to having two good players in every position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Spurs is close to that too. You know who you're forgetting? Chelsea. Chelsea's close to that too. Very so, so, so when, so when you're saying City's no, no, the closest no. challenger, yes. and we're saying it's because it's the team that's going to handle the injuries more, why would they handle the injuries better than Chelsea, than Spurs? They've had experience in handling these injuries. From, from last, last season. season. Right? Chelsea, well not Chelsea, sorry, Man City, literally last season, Laporte, gone half the season. Yeah. Kuno Gary, 
hardly played. Yeah. You had Sterling playing, you had Sane hardly playing. They replaced him. Now it's Fernand Torres playing up top for City. Kunagura's coming back. So when I say City have experience with handling the injuries, they got to 81 points with a key defender gone. So with Vincent Company uh retired from the season before. So to me, they have the know-how in terms of okay, we've dealt with injuries before. So, so are you sort of saying they're the players who would come in to replace the injured players have experience now of playing? As well. And that's going to... Okay, I, 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 I was setting you up there, sorry. But Chelsea, the players who now are going to be their bench players played the whole season last year. Mm-hmm. Frank Lampard is a terrible manager. How many goals did they concede last season? Oh, but we're talking about the injuries. Continuing with injuries, the injuries, the experience of... Did City keep clean sheets last season? They didn't keep... When, no, no, no. But I'm saying he's a terrible manager. He's the shifting the ball post, sir. You're shifting, shifting the ball, the ball post. I'm saying, I'm saying Frank Lampard is a terrible manager. I'm not talking about how many goals they conceded last season. I'm just saying Frankie as a manager, just like English players, they put him here. Okay. He's here. Okay, okay, okay. Sure, I, I, I hear you on that. But they will benefit from having a consistency or at least a strength in what they're able to pick that a Liverpool will not be able to have. Will that not give them some sort of... The best way I can put it, right? And please, 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 please understand. When I make this comparison here, right? I am in no way comparing this fraud of a manager (laughs) to the great Arsene Wenger. Please, I need you guys to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Please let him go. I'm even gonna le- lean back. I want to hear how Austin Wenger and Frank Lampard last come to the same conversation for Uncle Curtis. Frank get at them Chelsea fans. Last season, Frank Lampard came out here conceding goals left, right, and center. Yeah. Right? They were hailing him as oh, the great English manager. Right? Yeah. Frank Lampard. Conceded more than Arsene Wenger, who played sexier football, right? He conceded more goals, but somehow Frank Lampard was hailed as a great man. I understand it's his first season. Fair I enough. understand he did well. Cool. But they conceded more than Arsene Wenger's Nasri, Cesc Fabregas, Alex Song up top, RVP, Adebayor oh. coming in. Okay, okay, okay. But we're, but we're talking about the rest of the season. Right, so so the 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 benefit in squad depth is not going to get Chelsea anywhere because they have a bad manager. Their squad depth is not going to count for much because their manager doesn't count for yeah. much. That's your point, right? They play the players they have doesn't even count. Is I do not care about the players they have, guys. Listen, yeah, the the five clean sheets. So, wait, wait, One thing I will give uh, Frank Lampard. Where, where, where do you see Chelsea finishing this season? They'll finish top four. Top four, will they challenge for the title or just top four? They'll fall off in March. The season ends in May. They'll fall oh, off in March. When, just does, like, when does this season is one? It's going it's, it's to end in May. I think it will end in May. It's still set for May. So they will be within a shout until the last eight games or something. They'll mm-hmm. follow. Cause, cause, it's not eight games. I say March because Wenger always lost the title in March. Feb March. When yeah. Champions League fixtures resume... There's still April... In a normal season, right? In a normal season, the league would end middle of May. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying they fall off in March, that's six game weeks left. And that's at least six games. 
I shot Bell to say eight. I think it's no, it's gonna be a normal season. That's why they're rushing the fixtures. What's a normal? Oh, okay. That's why they're rushing the fixtures. So you're gonna see. Fine. Let me put it this way. Feb. Feb fourteen. You think they'll fall off that early? Feb fourteen. I'm, I'm doubtful he'll survive December. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's that's that, that's one of the teams. Like I like I mentioned, Spurs. I think Spurs has quite a quite a strong squad to to be able to handle injuries. Okay. Fine. Let's look at positions for Spurs. Mm. Okay. Let's what happens if Harry Kane gets injured? Um, that guy they got on loan Vinicius. now. Vinicius. But has he proven himself in the Premier League? He hasn't, but he'll have an opportunity to. You know, if, if if you're talking last season, there's the no is, one to replace. The Harry thing Kane. is, if we looked, somebody now. if we looked four weeks back at Chelsea, we'd be thinking to ourselves before Timo Werner started finding his feet and Kai Havertz, you'd think to yourself the same thing. Just give it time. I think Vinicius will find his feet. He's a decent player. So that's why I say this season has showed us it's very unpredictable. Mm. You and I both know that. There was a point where Arsenal was playing and we thought, ha, I think this might be the season. And we got brought back down to earth. I hear you guys. But what I'm saying is Spurs will be Spurs. Okay, but but let's let's get to some reasons. Because we're saying Liverpool will drop now because when you go from Van Dijk... The, then you go to Joel Matip. Joel Matip is going to hold the fort. Mm-hmm. But if it's not a Joel Matip or next to a Joel Matip, it's in the games that they got injured, it was, it was boys from the academy. I don't, I don't even know their names. I think it was something Williams. Yeah, Williams. No, Nicole Williams is the right No, guy. no, no. He's also Williams. He was also Williams. That's, yeah, that's but back. he had a man of the match performance. He had a man of the match performance, yeah. but that's where you really can't talk to knowing the standard. Mm. Vinicius is at least coming from Portuguese football. Yeah. Look, we, I, I haven't kept up with his stats or whatever. We could probably go check, but, but we don't know. Youth team football is a toss of, toss of a coin. Mm. A toss of a coin as to when they'll come good. Cause you know, some youth, some youth guys are quality, but it could be that they are going to shine once they've physically adapted or, or, or whatever. It, 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 it can, it can be anything there. Mm. But sort of, but sort of back to Spurs, they almost have a second 11, which you can say is a decent squad. Yeah. Additional and, and, and that's maybe I haven't, <laughs> don't let your hate for Spurs cloud your oh, judgment. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I haven't been following Spurs. You guys inform me. What's the segment living for Spurs? Um. Okay. Okay. So. 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 Wait. Let's. Let's say they're starting eleven. Uh, first, right? Because. Because. Okay. Because Bale. Bale hasn't even got into it. So I'm going to put Bale in the second eleven just purely because he hasn't. Even with Bale, get that nigga out of here. He's injury prone. Okay, okay. Let's 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 we'll let's, let's finish the first topic first. <laughs> let's. So Hugo Lloris, um, Ben Davis, um, um, Vertonghen's still there. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, Vertonghen's still there. No, Alderweireld. No, Alderweireld. Sorry, with so, Sanchez in the center. Alderweireld with Sanchez. Maybe we can say both together actually. So goal, so goalkeeper Hugo Lloris. There's a Michel Vaughan. And Gassiniga behind yeah, him, right? Gassiniga's left back decent. Ben Davis. Um, who's who's the second choice left back? Uh, Danny Rose, maybe. No, no, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Ah, Regulon from Madrid. Regulon. Oh he's my starting. goodness. He's a good player. He's Voted player. best left back in La Liga yeah. last season. No, he's a good player. But uh, okay, then, then 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 Aldivero, da- David Sanchez. Yeah. Um, underneath them is Eric Dyer and. Uh, I think we can count Tanganga for this. We can count Tanganga for that. Great season. Right, right back is um, Serge Aurier. Serge Aurier, Matt Doherty. How good than Matt Doherty? Right. Um, let's say the center three, Harry Winks. 
Um, Harry Wings plays next to who? Musa Sissoko and Dombole. Giovanni Le Salso. Yeah, and Dombele. They've right. been switching. Right? Let's say those three are starters. Then you have Ndombele, mm-hmm. right? Then you have Pierre-Emil Hoiberg. Actually, Wings is probably that the place for him. That was a good sign. Hoiberg. Um, there's probably a, a third central midfielder. Their squad is that strong. We can probably name another one there. It'll come back to me. But then the front three, Harry Kane or Steven Bergwijn? Harry Kane or this, um, we just said his name just now, sorry. Vinicius. Oh, Vinicius. Gareth Bale or Lucas Moira? That that sounds like a, an, an, another 11 too. There's a midfield that I think you're from. Yeah, yeah there's. Oh. Okay, we'll leave uh, Jetson Fernandez. Uh, not really good yet. Jetson Lamella. Fernandez, yes. And La- Lamella. Yeah. And Lamella. That, that is. Look at all those names. That's Dele Ali. And Dele Ali. Okay, but I think he I think he's struggling with Man, injuries. He doesn't want to get that Mingari. Okay, sure. But, but the point late. is coming back to look at Could the squad. Okay, let's look at the squad, right? Uh, Gareth Bale. Did you name Song Yumin? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so remember I'm saying they're starting and yeah. a potential replacement if that guy comes off. Yeah. So Song Yunmin, you're talking about um, the Dutch boy. Stephen Bergwijn. Oh yes, Bergwijn. or Lucas Moira. Yeah. Okay, fine. You know let's I mean? start here. Like, let me start getting niggas out of here. All right, Gareth Bale, injury prone. Injury wrong. prone, but if he if he's injury prone, then the other guy who played last season, because Gareth Bale is here now. Yeah. I'm just, then I'm, there's Lucas Moira. Then there's. I'm, 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 I'm gonna go one by one through the okay. team. Okay. Okay. Like okay. I say, cool. You guys feel they have a strong squad. I feel like I can get a couple of guys out of here. Gareth Bale, injury prone, proved it over the last seasons in Madrid. He's a special player. He's very good, but he's injury prone, right? So we're saying injuries are going to happen this, yeah, this year. We're saying it's going to be, I'm saying Gareth Bale is going to be one of those guys that, that are out of here. Harry Kane will get injured again. What happened last season when uh, Harry Kane was injured for, for Spurs? Who, 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 who played up front in place of him? They didn't even have a recognized oh, striker to do it. Swan played in okay, the center. Fine, now they at least bought someone. Can somebody check how many goals Vinicius Jr. scored this season? He hasn't scored any. He hasn't scored any. He might have scored one in like Europa. Cup or Europa. But now you're putting faith in the guy who's never proven something in the Premier League. Even when you look at Premier League players, it takes them a while to adapt to the Premier League. Right? If Vinicius Jr. was in his second season, I understand, but it's not, I doubt it'll be your second season because he's on loan. Right? Deli Ali. It seems like he's out of favor with Mourinho. Right? Uh, who else are we looking at over here? That Holberg guy, uh, the Swedish guy. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. he came from Southampton. From yeah. Mm-hmm. Beast of a player. He seems like he does his job when he needs to do. Right? Uh, Indomile is having a good spell of form. Mm. So I'm not going to fight, fight with him. Mm. But Mourinho fought with him last season saying you're not doing enough. Yeah. He and then he gave, and then he got better. I think he Mourinho better, managed him well. Because I feel like mentally he won't be able to last the whole season with week in, week out. Because they told him to do better. No, not because they told him to. Be and then better. he came back to do better now. No, no, but no, you he think came he, back he to won't? Do better, he won't right? get hurt again. With if last season. season you were inconsistent, <laughs> no, you get my point. Yeah. If last season you were inconsistent when pressure wasn't on, like it, what makes me? What makes me think okay. that you'll okay, be consistent you. when you. they're like uh, uh, week in week out? I hear you. Get yeah, I get that you. Man out. I hear you. Right. Um, Serge Ori. Suspect, I prefer Matt Dodgy yeah. over him at certain so, times. So, 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 so your point to Spurs, because we've got other teams to talk about too. So sorry, yeah. so, so, so sorry to cut you there. So your point to Spurs is 
they've got squad depth, but they're not quality enough to even. I feel Spurs will do a Spurs like they always do a Spurs. Okay, fair, fair, fair enough. So, so, so we said Spurs. We said Chelsea. There's Manchester United. United get get Oli Ali. That nigga's only good. With, with hold on, the night. point is coming to squad depth because we're saying the 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 most consistent team in terms of injuries will do better. Okay. So so let 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 let's speak to that because that's where the point comes yeah. in. And I, I we're adding in the other points obviously, but then we. I think looking at Man United, um, I think you guys will come along as time goes. You need to sort out where Harry Maguire is in the squad. There's a lot of your your defenders that are coming back from injury, like Tonzebe. Uh, Eric Bailey, who when he comes back from injury is always shaky. He needs time. But he'll get injured again. So, so where do you rate squad depth? Squad um, depth. I think I think you guys have good squad depth, but you guys struggle to find your feet. Like when your players get injured, somehow they always struggle to find their feet when they come back. And there's a lot of controversial things that are going on with you guys. Harry Harry Maguire, Mason Greenwood. Uh, I don't know. I won't say controversial Rashford but I think like he for me he, he's looking like he's holier than thou with the feeding thing I'm not saying yeah. like he's doing a great <laughs> thing but it's like the man as can't as, the, like every he can't do no wrong as with, a humanitarian yes he's, great. he's a humanitarian and I feel like they don't judge him as harshly in his games sometimes you know because he's done he's doing a lot of good so okay okay He's, he, 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 there's games where he'll just be magnificent and yeah. then there's games where he just like he's he plays like a clown like yeah. the game against Arsenal who else that guy look look so 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 I I think I think I, I think I, give I, Gabriel uh, credit for that game yeah it I'll, wasn't I'll, that I'll, I'll, yeah. I was about to say so you you guys think they're soft you guys are saying they're soft on him because of him and his humanitarian things and that when he has a bad game they're not on him I I I th- I think when he has a bad game, he's still better than the other people that had worse games. So there is somebody to have a go at. So so I th- I think he gets away from it not because of his child thing, because Luke Shaw had a worse game, because okay. whoever had a worse game. On that. But so, yeah. so but but so but, as in but, when when he has a bad game, it's not because of just him. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, no. I, I, I think if if you're saying why has there not been a sentiment growing as to why is Rashford's performance is bad, and and people calling him out to say actually he hasn't been that great because he hasn't been that great since we came back from lockdown towards the end of last season, since he came back from his back injury. Shame he was out for months. Okay. Even before lo- yeah. lockdown, he hasn't he hasn't been great since then. It's just it, and then he was getting it because remember United was on form. Yeah. United finished the season strongly. Then we said, hey, we're waiting for Rashford. Right? And and now it's a case of the losses aren't his fault. We lost to Arsenal. Who do we blame for that loss? Pogba. It ah. was his fault. Pogba yeah, you got can't that blame Pogba for all of it. Fine, he gave away the penalty. But your team played like crap. Yes. But you're saying, why didn't Rashford get it? I'm saying Pogba got it because Pogba did something materially that lost us the game. Hence Pogba rightly or in terms of getting the getting the the press. Pogba got it because he did something materially that uh conceded us the penalty that lost us the game. Now you're saying Rashford didn't get stick because he feeds it. kids. No, I no, no, no. Not 
Yeah, I said that. I'll I'll take yeah. that. No, no. <laughs> but in, I'm, no, I'm fighting that. I'm no, fighting my that. thing is that in that game you cannot. Blame. I'm saying the Brock can have a hobby. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying the Brock can have a But what I'm saying, no. What I'm saying <laughs> is that come back and be good at football. in that game, I don't, I don't blame, I don't blame Pogba for that game because he was marked, he was marked out by our Player of the Month for two, uh, two months running. Gabriel. Defensively, of- he was marked out. They knew this is the threat. Martial yes. will have. Martial sometimes has uh, brilliant moments, but you need to worry about uh, Rashford. I, 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 get, I give you that, but just, 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 just for the, just, just for now, just for now, coming back to the point because we're talking about um, squad depth, depth. right, yeah. and 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 consistency there. I, th- I think, I think. Li- listen, if you're going to get me started on Paul Pogba, I'm yeah. going to go on for an hour. Okay. So I think yeah. Like, Let's let 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 let's, uh, let's save that part. I think because I love it. Paul Pogba, but he must freaking choose. Are you a six? Are you an eight? Are you a ten? You can't be all three. Um, who in football was everything? If your coach, who in football was everything? He's fantastic. I love him. You know what? If, he must pick one. His coach must pick. Sorry, yes. but like like I no, said, I'll get heated about. Pogba. But you know it's your but, coach. But 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 <laughs> you know it's but, your coach. But, but but squad depth. Squad right? depth. You guys like there's there's a lot of players who are. Lost in their own in themselves, yeah. In your well, team, and 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 let, let's let's go to the squad there. So sort of like we did with Spurs, right? Because mm. United keepers De Gea underneath him, there's um, Henderson. Dean Henderson, Brilliant and even Sergio, yeah. Sergio Romero. Left back, there's Luke Shaw. We just bought Alex Telles now. Mm-hmm. Um, right Good back, signing. there's Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Underneath him, there's Timothy Foshumensa. Um, mm-hmm. Diego Dalot went out on loan. Um, Center backs is Harry Maguire and Lindelof. Underneath them is Eric Bailly and uh, Axel Tuanzebe. Yeah. Central midfielders, it's Fred and McTominay now. Um, Matic. Uh, then there's Matic and there's Pogba. Um, left-sided, there's Marcus Rashford. Right side. <laughs> okay. Left and right, there's Marcus Rashford and there's Mason Greenwood. Replacements for them is Daniel James and... Mata. And Mata. <laughs> and what about him, didn't you? Now, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Number 10, there's uh, Bruno Fernandes and Donny van der Beek. Up front, there's Martial and there's Edinson Cavani. Yeah. So when you hear about injuries in the United's team, are you still confident they'll get points? No. Because even in the Sparks in 11, they struggle to get points. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Martial, what has he done this season? Nothing. He'll give you another 20 goal season. Well, and he slapped best. someone in the throat. You got to give them that. <laughs> it was an unfair red card. Yeah, very unfair. Unfair red card. Okay, okay. So, 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 in in terms of if we just looked at it from a from a squad depth point of view, right? Then the then the top four in terms of squad depth, because because remember, it's four out of six. The team, the the leagues are strong. We we have to talk Everton too. They maybe don't have the squad depth in all positions. They probably have it. You know what? I hate field. the fact that you spoke about Everton before Arsenal. And it hurts me because it's true. <laughs> but yes. there. No, carry on. No, 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 no carry on. Portion, I'm going to have to fight you on that. No, carry on. Squad depth. Arsenal has it. We just don't have it offensively. Wait, wait. But let's, no, no, let, no, no, let's no. get Everton. Give Everton, him Everton. 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 Everton came up. It's probably a short yeah. conversation because we know they don't like the squad depth. Yeah. Um, Jordan Pickford, I don't know who their backup goalkeeper is. Uh, Olsen. international, uh, Olsen, Swedish international. Oh, okay. Le- Played Le- a very good game when they, Le- they benched that guy. Awesome. Uh, Pickford. Le- left back is Lucas Dina. I don't know who replaces him. Oh, is, uh, is Bain still there? 
We don't have to go through the whole Everton squad, I feel like. No, we let's don't just, have to go to the whole squad, but let's talk to their squad depth. Yeah, uh, let's we'll let's let's talking to their squad depth is talking about their replacements. We don't yeah. maybe don't have to say position for position, but I mean, I might who, have to. Who, who who's the who's the impact subs? The impact subs is Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah, that's one good player. Name another. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they got rid of is it Bernard. 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 So, so they maybe don't have the they don't have the depth maybe, so they won't handle injuries, right? Okay, cool. They but f- then, yeah, cool. Yeah. Or, 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 or let let let's we can we, see on the current run form that they can't handle injuries. They can't. They came. They, can't. they came from how many games is without a win? Four, right? Hmm. Uh, Arsenal beat Man United. Everton lost to Man United. I feel Arsenal was swuck. Because we don't have any four offensive players. We're on Everton. We're getting nah, to Arsenal. Yes. Yes. We're so, getting to Arsenal. Let's not. <laughs> but I'm just saying, let's not deviate. Because they're not squad depth, right? And then United, I feel they swap. Because if Martial doesn't score, what's Rashford going to do? But we Come said Man United is not strong. Yeah, yeah, so, chat Everton. Yeah. Give Everton their chance. Don't give Everton comparison to somebody else. Who is Everton? That's how yeah. I work with things. But then when you look at Dominic Patrick Calvin Lewin, who replaces him? Can't give you a player replacement. Yeah, they got rid of Moses King. He did nothing for them. Yeah, <laughs> look at him at PSG. He's, he's living life. He's living life. He's living yeah. life. He's scoring the Champions League. He's scoring in the in the league. In the league. Yeah, he'll win a couple of trophies. And the best thing he league. can do is just to stay. It's a, it's a farmers league that made the Champions League final. <laughs> no, no, I get you. I get you. I get you. But with Moses King, we we do understand that uh, Angelotti has bigger plans for him. He just knows that he won't fit in right now. Mm. But he's saying, go and build up your confidence and you'll come back. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. But let's, let's, let's track and, this and, 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 and if Hamez go, goes, takes an injury, you play saw that, in that position. Honestly. We saw that yeah. when Hamez didn't play a game, mm. they did nothing. It, okay. it, it okay, doesn't fair. look the same. Okay, fair, fair enough. So, so we said Liverpool, uh, City, Chelsea... United. Arsenal. We, we said, said United. United. So so now we're going Everton. to Arsenal. I wanted to put you Arsenal last because I know rants are gonna come out here. Yeah. Arsenal, squad depth. Yeah, squad depth, but my team is useless. Uh, they they have good squad depth, bad squad depth. Where does their squad depth come? Because you wrote off so yeah. You wrote off um I'll, a, a couple of other I'll, teams. I'll, I'll look at depth. I'll look at our squad depth. Um we've got Leno. Past couple of games, he's been very suspect. You know, it's like the confidence is... He's overconfident now knowing that he's the number one goalkeeper. There's no more pressure of uh, uh, Emilio Martinez on his back. Mm. But the new guy that we bought, uh, Runnison, he's a decent goalkeeper. He played a Europa game. He looked decent. He looks decent. His feet are, are good. He's he's a little bit small, but he can reach. Okay. Rest, of, reach. rest of the team? Because uh, you said let's not go for it one by ones. So we, yeah, we, we okay. Went through it a little then bit we'll look at other teams. We'll look at left back. Left back. Uh, we don't have one, so we'll. we'll it's, 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 it's no, it's tyranny. a back three. It's a it's back three. three. So okay. left back. So, okay, so it's a back three. It's three centre backs. Yes. Tell me the three starters and the three. Ah, uh, three starters is tyranny. Then it's David Luiz, and then it's Gabriel. Sure. Rob, Rob that's as well. that's if. That's if everyone is fit. That's okay. the back three. Then we've got Rob Holding as a replacement. We've got uh, Kolasinac for Tyranny. And we also have... Mustafi. 
Mustafi. No, no, get that nigga out. Yeah. <laughs> get that nigga out. <laughs> all right, I can't really count okay, Mustafi. The, the the midfield four because I suppose the wide parts are wing backs, right? That's white where white pot. It'll be Saka, Bukayo Saka, Bukayo Saka, Maitland Niles. Okay. Okay. And then it's on the right uh, side. Bellerin and Cedric. Cedric Suarez. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then we know in the middle we got Pate after Pate. Pate after Pate. Pate after Pate. Next to Ceballos probably. No, 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 no. Next to Alneni. Listen, you got season. this season. You got to give Alneni. For Al-Neni what Teto wants, Alneni. has been a revelation. It seems okay. as though okay. his loan spell taught him how to be a disciplined player. Sure. Underneath him, underneath them is then Ceballos uh, and, and Jaka. Okay. Yeah, those right. are the those are the, our pillars at the back. Sure, the two the two the behind the, the two, two behind the striker, Obama Yang and William, probably underneath them. Is yeah, then underneath them Pepe. it will be Pepe on the left, Reese Nelson. No, no, Pepe on the right, Reese Nelson on the left. Okay, and who else? No, um, there's another winger. Uh, Emil Smith Rowe. We don't really no, count. We're not going to talk about because he's yeah. still playing. He's okay. still young. Yeah. And then na- number nine is Lacazette. And not number nine. Him. There's a guy who plays uh, behind the striker. Sweet. It's three. Then it's one, two, three. Oh, four, yeah. four. Then three. it's two tens, yeah. and it's the striker. Yeah. So our ten. Our ten. Yeah, our ten will probably be. No, so it's the two tens. So so he plays. He plays. He plays Ob- Oba, Obamiang, yes. and uh, William behind the number nine. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no. yeah. Strikers so, now, which will be like a zip. No, that's what I'm... So, no, in my head, I'm wondering for the number 10 role, who would be there? Well, I guess we can fill it in with... Uh, I'm forgetting Willock, Willock in that position. Plays. So, we'll throw him okay. in with the Sabayos. Okay, so so squad depth. It's and then decent squad striker depth. and Ketia and... Uh, What's his name? Nketia Lacazette. Do, do, does Arsenal's second team sound better to you than Spurs' second team? Our second team has actually been doing quite well because they Wait, play... Well, no, no, but I'm saying on paper because we don't know how the rest of the season is going to go. It does. To me, it does. Because, no. Because you're telling no, me... No, you're, no. You're, you're, t- you're telling me... You're telling no. me... Nicolas Pepe, Eddie Nketia, Smith Rowe? No, no, no. Reese Nelson. Reese Nelson. No, no, no. Not Smith Rowe. Reese Nelson. Kolasinic. No, 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 no. Uh, not uh, not Kolasinic. Uh, Maitland Niles. Maitland Niles. Kolasinic at centre back at uh, the the back three. Sure, but 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 then I'm I'm saying hear those names, and when I'm saying Spurs second team, I'm hearing Stephen Bergwijn, Lucas Moira. Okay, fine. Let me break this. Can I tell you? No, hold on. I'll give you this. No, you're telling me Smith Rowe. No, no one says Smith Rowe. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, don't, don't, don't get caught up on the name. I'm saying no. But I'm, I'm giving you this on paper. I'm giving it on paper that Spurs is better than us. I'm not giving that. No, no, no. Wait. Let's give it on paper. On paper, Spurs is better. I'll let you finish. I'm and out. by that, no, hold on. As, as on, second team. Finish, on paper, so hold on. So I'm saying on, take wait, over out. hold on. Take. On paper, Spurs is better. Yeah. But if you look at that team on the pitch, they played in Europa and they could, they lost that second team that you talk about so yeah. or highly. They I lost. Won't even, I won't even give paper. I don't even know who the team's name is. Okay, Do I have to mix up? It was uh, Royal Antwerp. Must I mix up letters on the uh, on the keyboard? There was Royal Antwerp. I'll okay. mix up letters on the keyboard. Way, our second wait, our second team has not lost. 
Wait, wait, wait. But but whoa. and they're actually playing better than I, the first I, time. I, I I hear you right, and this is obviously because it's a team you watched the games where the second team would play. Yeah. Right, and you saw the result of a Spurs where a second team would play. I watched the Spurs but, games because I was bored. Hundred percent. <laughs> but did you watch City second team? Did you watch? No, but we're right the second team. So this conversation. No, but right now, right now we have an argument between. No, I'm, I'm not having. I'm saying for the sake of conversation because. If, when is the team that you know you're confident in the second team? When is the team that you don't really know you're writing off the second okay, team? Okay, no, no, I'm not and saying that. talking to no, I'm, not, not, I'm not talking. I'm talking about this based off numbers, right? Our second team wins games. The other teams' second teams don't win games. You know, for me, like with Spurs, I think they just need time because there's too many new names in that second team. Mm. So that's why I said on paper that team is better. But right now, nah, based on res- push, push. based on results, push. even on that, I can't give you that. What Gareth Bale? No, 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 no. Let's L- start. Let's start up top. L- L- Liverpool second uh, team was was racking out some high scores in the league cup. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about Spurs now. I'm talking about Spurs. You're now. saying they're going to lose points? No, I, I, I'm talking about Spurs now. No, no. So, which, so I, which... I, I'm not, I'm not saying it to to. They beat Aston Villa five 0 in Who? the in the league cup. Who in the Liverpool second team? Right, but they lost. With, they with, lost to Aston Villa seven two. The next game, the next game, it, well, two games sure, later. But hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Right, I am saying to you. I am saying to you, Arsenal second team. You are confident in. I'm not confident in. I'm saying they're playing better than the first team. I'm saying they're racking up the points. So you're confident in them because we're talking to squad depth. We're saying who's going to handle injuries better. You have to be confident in a player or in a in in, in that team because right those now are the players that are going to come in right now, and you have to continue giving okay, points. But right now, in terms of if you're saying if someone gets injured, who's going to slot in easier? I would say the Arsenal players would slot in easier. The Spurs guys have potential to you know a higher potential to reach but it's because they're still trying to fit in where i'll say okay spurs will the the substitutes are still struggling mm. once they find their feet if we have this conversation in the next in, so, international so, break so let, let, it's a different conversation okay uh, okay i hear you mm. let's 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 for example say let's for example say um chelsea's second squad right because that was actually the first squad last season they bought so many players that tammy abram is not their first choice anymore um, and 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 what that second squad finished fourth. Is is their second squad better than compared, com- compared to, compared to the other Chelsea's um, second squad? The other top six. Strong. It's very. Strong. I'm telling you, Chelsea will fail because Frank Lampard is the manager, not because the team is not strong. It's because it's Frank Lampard, plain and simple. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I I think I think I think to sort of wrap it up. What in terms of what the squad I choose, the strongest squad? Yeah, yeah. For me, the strongest squad is Chelsea. Strongest squad is Chelsea, but Man City. Pick one. Man City. All right. For 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 me, I'm going with Man City too. I'm going with Man City too. So so in in terms of squad in terms of squad depth. So so there we have it. There we've talked about um, <laughs> refereeing and injuries. And I think it's something that's going to play out quite a bit in terms of the season. I'm saying I think Man City will ride it out a little bit better from their signings and, and that and also where their second team is sitting. Um, uh, Mr. Potion here saying um, saying Chelsea. Look, Chelsea's second squad is the squad that got them fourth last season. They signed so many players. Mm-hmm. They signed Kai Havertz. 
Wunderkind, as people are calling it. It'll take time for them to jump. Premier League Amy's. Top German goal scorer. Top German goal scorer, Timo Werner. Ziyech. Who literally he played his first guys, game guys, and he he guys, bowled out. Guys, even when you talk about Timo Werner, he's got more penalty goals, I feel like, than actual goals from open play. I think we're gonna get into that one day. We need to we need to do no, a deep dive in Chelsea. I'm not saying that no, he's I, not I, a good I, player. I, I, I just I, think he hasn't clicked with the team. No, hundred percent. No, I'm I'm saying that because I think I think like like I said, I scrapped United chat because I'm like I would go too long. I think we can have such a chat about about Chelsea. Because 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 Charles Charleston, we have to talk about a lot. We have to talk about these new players. Will they succeed? Right? Because the players that got them fourth is yes, it's going to be their second string, but they're young guys too. If we're talking about potential, if they don't break their legs, they could go on to be. So these other players could stifle them. I'm not arguing that. Right. So 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 hence I'm saying let's park the Chelsea one. I think for an episode coming soon. Because I want us to deep dive on Chelsea. Right, Chelsea. From squad harmony. From yeah. squad harmony. I mean, yeah. look, Chelsea's repeating itself. Chelsea's done the thing of buying superstars together and they got success pretty quickly. Yeah. Can they do it? No, Can no, they no, do it again? No, no. I'll disagree with you. It's not superstars together. Chelsea bought a squad. Because Drogba wasn't a superstar when he joined Chelsea. Okay, if Drogba wasn't a superstar, is their signings now superstars their signings now are superstars in the making who's the su- in the superstars in the making like so when you look at Timo Werner he's the next number 9 for Chelsea for Germany I'm not going to argue that Kai Herberts he's the next creative playmaker Ziyech he's a superstar from a- AX right uh, who else are we looking at Drogba wasn't Drogba wasn't the superstar from Marseille he wasn't a superstar didn't he come from, from Marseille? No, he came, he, from, he no, came from Marseille. You're saying superstar from Ajax. I'm saying superstar from Marseille. Ajax is better. Then Marseille, 100%. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So why would I take drop? Okay. Okay. Fair but enough, let's, fair let's wrap this but up. We're going to get into that chat. Thank you very much for being with us. We'll see you next time. Uncle Curtis. Uncle Curtis, Mr. Potion, and Lucas. Nothing but football podcast. <laughs> like and subscribe. Cheers. Baby, on the hand,